genre. We solemnly swear we're up to no good. Minute, everybody. The fan podcast where we overanalyze the Harry Potter movies one magical minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Victoria Laguna. And today we're wrapping up the week. Minute 105. Minute 105 starts with Draco looking apprehensive about going into the forest. And it ends with Hagrid telling the kids about unicorn blood. Unicorn blood. Yeah. Next week is Spooky. We get some dark stuff. Dark stuff, indeed. <laughs> indeed, you indeed. say. Uh, my first note is nighty night, because after after Filch is like, there there are worse stuff than werewolves in those trees. You can be sure of that. Nighty night, and he leaves. Just like yeah, you can deal with that. That's up to you later yep. what's worse than werewolves that could be in the trees he's talking about the centaurs he's talking about whatever's killing the dragon he's talking about whatever's killing the unicorn yeah that would be worse if it's killing unicorns yeah <laughs> if it's if if werewolves aren't even fast enough yeah um so that's definitely something acromantula Cent- centaurs there's are acromantula pretty- in the forest too the forest that's must scary. be huge yeah that's scary the centaurs are pretty damn scary so yeah not yet but later there'll be a flying fort angel in there too <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a different type of scary. Yeah. Nighty night. And he leaves. And uh and then we get the first shot of the forest, and I love love this forest shot. Oh, it's beautiful. I love it. With the light from the flashlight kind of like making this eerie like glow mm-hmm. towards the With bottom. With the smoke and the fog. Uh we're looking at this shot, the very, very first shot of the um of the forest. It's about 15 seconds into this minute, and we can see all the trees kind of extending up, and it's this really long um, perspective, not a perspective shot, but just really long shot of the forest, and we just see, like, Hagrid and the kids trailing behind him off in the distance. This is a real forest. Yeah. I looked it up. Oh. Um, I don't know the name of this forest. It was shot in London. I... I didn't get the location name because the website that I was consulting did not tell me. But when I listened to the director commentary, Chris Columbus does say that this is a real forest, at least for now. They shot in a real forest at night in London. Oh my. And, uh, and it's not until we get to the end of the scene when we actually find the body of the unicorn, not even the body of the unicorn. Um, yeah, it is. There's two, two unicorn bodies that we see next week. Now that I'm thinking about it, so this 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 creature that we don't know what it is yet that's hunting down unicorns. It's hunting down unicorn, multiple unicorns. It's well, yeah, because because aren't they going to come? They're going to come in contact with one today, and Hagrid's yeah. going to touch like his fingers into the, the do the blood into the blood of it. But then we're going to see one 
next week when Harry encounters the thing that's been killing the unicorns. Right. That's a different unicorn, right? It's gotta be. It's in a different place. Yeah. So that other unicorn, that location where, like, that shot is with the, the monster next week is a set. And we'll talk about it when we get there. But this okay. is a real forest. This is a real forest here. But it's interesting because I, I, I had to go look because, um, this forest makes me think very much of, um, the forest that the fight at the end of Force Awakens took place in. And that was a set. Oh. Did you know that? The Kylo Ren and, uh, and Rey fight at the end of the movie, the lightsaber duel? Yeah. That's a, that's a forest that's a set. Okay. They're like real, they like cut down real trees and then used it to make a And then use it to make set. a forest. Yeah. Okay. Well, they, they sort of did the same. The Harry Potter one is the same thing. Like it's a real tree, but it's like fake set dressing around it. Like it's on a, it's on a stage in Leavesden Studios. Okay. Um, but that's what this makes me think of because they're really tall, really slender, um, tree trunks that go really, really high up high. without any yeah, branches. Yeah. You don't see any you don't branches. See branches. It's just trunks. Yeah. <laughs> and they're really, really tall trees because you got to think Hagrid, Hagrid's what, like eight, nine feet tall, supposedly? Yeah, like, he looks like he's still small. Yeah, he's super tiny. Part of the trees. Mm-hmm. These trees are easily like hundreds of feet tall, just going straight up into the air without, just like trunk. It's kind of amazing. Um, this whole scene is very quiet. Um, we get a lot of like them walking. This is a very, um, slow minute compared to things we've been talking about lately. We still see, we just, a long walking shot and then we cut to like more walking through the forest. Um, oh, they don't find the body, but they find blood. He finds like a pool of blood. Yeah. Um, my note says that the blood, like the metallic of it, it it's like, uh, it makes me think of the Matrix. Do you remember that moment in the Matrix when he first, first takes the pill and uh, they're going to jack him in the first time and he sits right. and he puts his fingers in the mirror and the mirror kind of distorts. Oh, yeah, and then, yeah. And then it kind of runs the silvery like along his fingers. It like takes over him. Yeah. Um, That's what it makes me f- think of when he dips his it, fingers into it and he gets this like silvery sort of liquid on his fingers. It looks like mercury. A little bit more, uh, director commentary stuff. Cause we don't get a lot of it from, from, uh, Chris Columbus. Uh, because they, they had a big problem with the, with the unicorn blood. Because it's supposed to be silver, but you can't go having them dip their fingers in mercury. No, you can't. Uh, so the liquid is green. And they go back and digitally give it the silver shine. And make it look silver. Yep. Ah. Same okay. thing for when we see it, like, when we see the, the, the creature next week, like, drinking the blood and you see it, like, running down his face. It's like a green liquid that's running down his face, not a silver one. Gross. It's gross. Tiger so dips his fingers into the blood and he kind of brings it up and he looks at it, kind of rubs his fingers into it, like, this is what we were looking for. Um, you know what I just noticed? Uh, Hagrid stands up twice. He, uh, he dips his fingers into the blood and, oh no, he doesn't stand up twice. He brings it up to his face and he looks at it and then he like stands up still with it like on his fingers as the kids ask like, Hagrid, what is that? And he says, this is what we were, this is what we're here for. See that? That's unicorn blood. That is, I found one dead a few weeks ago. And that's the minute. 
Yeah. Very sad to see a unicorn dead. We only see his blood right now. But he found a dead one a week ago. Yeah. So here's another. This is another one that's been hunted down. This is the only time we get unicorns in Harry Potter, really. Yeah. I assume they're like. I assume they're rare or or some. I would assume. I mean, there's not supposed to be unicorns. <laughs> like, well, do muggles not know about unicorns? And only Hagrid's they know found about two dead ones in a week. That's not, I would think that's cause for alarm. That seems maybe they're a little more common. I mean, yeah, it's cause for alarm. That's why they're out looking for whatever's yeah. killing the unicorns. This is a terrible job for kids to have. It is. I know you're going to a muggle, like a magical school, and writing lines isn't sufficient punishment. But going out in the middle of the night to find this thing that's been killing unicorns. It's probably not a job for 11-year-olds. Nah. Wouldn't say so. Who came up with this idea? Oh, that's a good question. Like, oh, this is going to be your punishment. Go help Hagrid. Like, who who's assigned that? Because I, I want to say, like, there's no way McGonagall would be okay with that. I wouldn't but it's gotta, think so. But it's got to be. She's, I would assume, your head of house, like the the professor or whoever mm-hmm. is is in charge of that particular house. But then why is Draco the with one? him? Hermione, uh, McGonagall is the one that sends the letter. So maybe McGonagall is either in charge of discipline or uh, because she just happened to be the teacher uh, paged or notified. Oh. I would assume Draco went to her because they all three of them are Gryffindor and yeah. she's the one in charge of Gryffindor instead of going to Snape. So he went to, to, you know, McGonagall. Yeah. But I, and then at that point, like, because she's the teacher involved, she doles out the punishment or she but doles out. But in the next the- movie, in the next movie, Snape is the one that encounters Harry and Ron getting to school late, and he's like, if it were up to me, you'd be on the train home tonight. And and McGonagall's like, but it's not up to you. And she, like, storms into... No, I think I think Dumbledore says it's not up to you, but she's the one who's like, I'll deal with dis- uh, with disciplining my students. So maybe if the head of house is the one who doles out the punishment for their students... <laughs> Maybe she figures out the punishment. Like, okay, this is what I think the punishment should be. And because there's a student involved that's from another house. And because she is, like, friends with Snape in a way. Uh-huh. Tell him, like, this is... This is what happened. This, this is, the is what happened. This is the punishment. Them. And he's like, I don't... Sure. You're not supposed to be out of bed after after dark. He's so very, let's send he's them very into much the against forest the rules. in the middle of the night. They'll learn never to do it again. Yeah, yeah, they will. It's a very serious thing being out of... At bed yeah. late at night. They'll never sneak out of the castle after dark after what they see tonight. No. That's not true. But. Not not knowing that knowing that things out there can kill them. Yeah. Because they're fast enough to kill a unicorn. Yeah. Definitely fast enough to kill you. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe that's how that works. Maybe. Do they have any suspicion of what it is that's killing the they probably have no idea what's killing the unicorns. Oh no. Like I mean, Harry's uh, knowledge of creature, magical creatures, and everything else. Like, I'm pretty no, but sure do you think like no Hagrid or or Dumbledore have like any guesses? Yeah, I don't even think they do. do maybe, you... maybe they have a suspicion that there's like. Do they know something's drinking its blood? Because well, I mean, we we're not there yet. I wonder if it's uh, if the other one was found like, like a withered husk, like sucked dry. 
Poss- possible because we're not there yet, but How we get that blood? we get that scene later on. Do you have to drink? In which they get, we get alive. the explanation as to like we'll have to talk about that more yeah. extensively next week. So if that's the case, then maybe at that point, maybe not Hagrid, but maybe Dumbledore has an inkling suspicion that uh something's going on. Yeah, something's drinking the blood of unicorns. It'll keep even the closest thing to death alive. We're worried about the Sorcerer's Stone being caught by someone who might want to use it to bring someone back from the dead. Maybe Voldemort's in the forest. Let's send Harry as bait. <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what Harry is. McGonagall's like, we, sh- we just told we- he can't be out after dark. No, no, this is brilliant. No, no. Send him with Hagrid. They'll be fine. Nah. Ha- Hagrid's there. He's got that dog. He's got Fang. Yeah. He's a coward. He's a ruddy coward. He's a ruddy coward. We'll talk about that next week, too. Aw, poor thing. I know. He's such a good doggy. He's so he was like, I just so want to pet him. He's oh, such a cute dog. He's huge. He is. He's a bully. Would you say he's a mastiff? Uh, he is a mastiff. He's not supposed to be a mastiff. Though. No, he's supposed to be a great Dane. Whatever, big dogs. A, a boar hound. A boar hound? It's a great Dane. Oh. We talked about that last week. Yesterday? Boarhound Last sounds week. a lot more exotic. Boarhound does sound a lot more exotic. Like, if you told me, like, oh, I have a boarhound, I'd be like, oh, what's that? Like, I wouldn't know it's a great Dane. <laughs> you come over and you're like, oh. Oh, this is a great Dane. You got, you got Scooby-Doo over here. <laughs> I like that we went to different Great Danes. Why would you say? I said Marmaduke. Marmaduke. <laughs> Marmaduke. Oh my goodness. No, <laughs> Scooby-Doo's way better than Marmaduke. Well, yeah, but Marmaduke looks more like a Great Dane. That's true. <laughs> That's true, you're right. Scooby-Doo, does, his legs aren't long enough. Maybe he's mixed with something else. Maybe. Those are the only two Great Dane, famous Great Danes in pop culture that I can think of. Me too. Well, Fang, but he's not a Great he's Dane not in the movies. movie. Yeah. I want to say, like... No. I no. see your brain working over I there. know. I'm all like, is Dino-Mutt uh, a great day? But I don't think so. <laughs> you said Dino-Mutt? Dino-Mutt. But I don't think so. I know there were other Great Danes within Scooby-Doo that were, like, related to Scooby-Doo. That Scrappy-Doo. Were great Danes. Well, not just Scrappy-Doo, but I mean, he had that cousin that was, like, a gray Great Dane. Oh. Uh... And I don't, I don't, I'm very sure Astro wasn't a great name, but, uh, I mean, all those weird cartoon dogs, they don't really look like anything. Even Pluto. What the heck is Pluto? I don't know what kind of dog Pluto is. <laughs> there, like, I think Dynamut might be a great Dane, and I think it's because it literally says it was originally broadcast as a half hour segment of the Scooby-Doo Dynamut Hour. Oh, like, okay. So they, they were like put together, so you assume. Yeah. Well, he's got the same, he's kind of drawn the same way right. as Scooby-Doo. That's why my mind went straight to Dino-Mutt. And I'm like, I think Dino-Mutt's a great Dane. I don't expect you to know who that is. That's why you looked it up. I did look it up. It is very old. Yeah. It is older than me, I believe. But, you know, I like old cartoons. Yeah. Right, so, well, I, I think um, I think that was the week. How do you feel? Well, physically not so great, but, Aww, <laughs> but about, the, about the minute, I'm feeling good. You know, hopefully you'll be healthy by next week. I I, I really enjoyed talking about Filch. Feel better by Monday. I could I could do a whole episode of Filch. I, I'm gonna do sympathy for Filch. Sympathy for Filch. When are we get? When, are we gonna get that at the very end when he's like trying to sweep the 
the the rocks after the battle. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> That's so sad and pathetic <laughs> to think about. I know someone, Aww. anyone could just wave their wand and fix Hogwarts. Like, it's tough. I can imagine just being a squib in general has got to be like the worst. And living at Hogwarts as a squib, like you're reminded every second of every day. It's like it's like you were too stupid. It's like someone who is too stupid See, to actually go to school or actually like be in a school, but you're made to be the janitor of that school. Like that's terrible. Um. You could take it the opposite way, though. There is a uh, really fantastic arc in Clone Wars. And there is a clone uh, named 99 who is like this really old... Um, he looks disabled. Okay. Um, Like his batch was faulty or something, right? Okay. So he's just a janitor at like on Geonosis, like, oh, where they're what? doing the training stuff. No, and he's so great. He gets this really beautiful... He gives um, a lot of the clone cadets some really great advice that helps them become a better team in that particular arc. Okay. And then much later in the show, when there's an attack on Geonosis, he sacrifices himself to save other clones. It is beautiful. But... It's, it's the other side of the spectrum. Though. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's like... And, oh man, I apologize for even, like, being so serious as to say, like, this this is the only example that comes into my head. But, like, it's like if you were a child that was, um, had an abusive father. Sure. And, like, there's two of you. And one, for whatever reason, gets, like, all the abuse and the other one doesn't. And so, like, it ch- causes that animosity towards the other sibling even though like it's not the other sibling's fault yeah and so like that sibling but uh or if both siblings are um abused very heavily one could choose to overcome that and be like well screw that i am going to overcome that i'm going to you know try to make a normal life for myself as much as i can have a healthy relationship you know try to have a healthy relationship have my own kids and and treat my kids a lot better than i was treated but then like have the other side of the spectrum in which like it's like that hereditary like bs where it's like i was abused i'm gonna be abuser so it makes me think like of like that type of thing. So is that other side of the spectrum? Like, okay, a squib can go two ways. Either like, yeah, still want to be helpful and still want to be involved because that's still a part of their life mm-hmm. in a way, or be really really bitter about it yeah. and have just nothing but animosity. Yeah, and, we'll never ever get this in the bitterness in the movies, but um, in the book they find out he's a squib because he's got like a letter from it what seems to be like one of those uh i it, it seems like kind of the modern version of uh of like a snake oil salesman it's like a oh squib like squib not squib be gone but like a like a like a you oh, you you uh, might be a squib but even you can learn magic with this particular technique yeah yeah yeah. It's like a really like desperate attempt yeah. at trying. It's very to sad. Be, yeah. It it is. It's it's really sad. I mean it doesn't excuse anything that he's doing or how he is, but it's again, it's it's if you were if you were in that position, like what would you do? And you can't really predict that. Yeah, it's hard. 
because he's reminded about it. I mean, he could choose to leave at the same time, like he doesn't know anything else. I don't. When you're raised, uh, when you're raised in the magical world, and all of a sudden you're the one that's not magical, like it's like, what do you do? You don't know anything else. How did else. he become involved in Hogwarts, though? Uh, maybe it's a similar situation, like Hagrid. But Hagrid was oh, at wait, Hogwarts. Hagrid actually was at Hogwarts. So. Maybe he has siblings? Maybe. Maybe he has siblings that went to Hogwarts. And, like, a whole Petunia thing. Except for Petunia wasn't a squid because they don't come from a magical family. So yeah, Petunia, it's, it's not like all to, of a sudden she Petunia, was going to get a yeah, job. Petunia, Hogwarts would just look like a decrepit old building. Like, I don't think she can see through the magical Right, because she is just strictly a muggle. But he's a squib, so they're so, still in there. So maybe he had siblings, and it was like, oh, send a letter to Dumbledore. Like, oh, I really wish to be, like, and, and maybe this just happened over time. Where, like, maybe he went in there, like, I, st- I just want to be a part of it. And then just, that like, kind of as he sat thinking. there. And then it was just like... Like, oh, these, like, these, these children, like, you're wasting your talent that, like, 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 imagine you're doing something that he thinks is stupid or think is a waste. And you're yeah. just like, no, if I had that talent or if I had yeah. that ability, if I could do these things, like, I would be much, I would be so much better. And then just having that just get worse and worse and worse as he like um, continues to work there, but doesn't want to leave because it's all he knows. So Norman, Norman asked us something really interesting. Uh, that I think is probably going to become another other segment on um, oh no okay on oh, the quibbler eventually. Was, but let's okay. since we're talking about this, do you think do you think that uh Filch's um what Filch would see in the mirror would be similar to like Ron? Do you think he'd see himself with a wand and with like kind of magical like just attention on him? Like he's this great grand wizard or whatever. I don't think he necessarily needs to see himself as a grand, like, Well, yeah, but wizard. what do you, do you think he would just see himself just with, see himself like, a wand? Like, actually with magical ability. You don't think it would be, like, a, like, a big thing? Like, cause Ron sees, like, all the greatness and he's won the House Cup and the Quidditch Cup and he's head boy and he's, he looks good. I don't think it's that hard. No? Do you think it'd just I be? I think he just wants to be to have a wand i think he just wants to be a wizard like his so-called his made-up siblings that i just made for him like you know he just wants to be like everyone else yeah the rest of his family i assume he comes from a magical family yeah you're not a squib if you don't come exactly so you're a muggle so exactly so i'm like i'm pretty sure he just wants to be like the rest of his family i'm very sure the rest of his family like shuns him that's sad like all he has is that cat still maintaining that mrs norris is his mom as an animagus. But he can't turn anybody into anything, so why is she stuck as a cat? Maybe she's not she stuck wants to be a as a cat. She I just know. wants to be a cat? Maybe. I don't know. She's keeping an eye on him. Maybe he doesn't know. It would have made more sense if he was able to turn her that, and then, like, and then never, like, have her change back, but, like, he, could, he, he can't do anything, so... She turned into a cat, and then he broke her wand. Wait, how animagus do you Wait, no, wand. wait, but, like, but, like, they need to, like... So, so, this is weird because I'm thinking of, like, Peter Pettigrew, like, being, um, being a rat, is it because they, like, forcibly turn him back into a human? Like, they have to, like, conjure a spell at him? They're, like, casting spells at, at Scavers in Prisoner of Azkaban right. before he turns back human, but, like, 
And he has to use a wand to turn himself into a rat. He, like, puts the wand to his forehead, and then he, like, shrinks down. Scurries away. Maybe he's just not very good at it, because, like, McGonagall doesn't need a wand. We don't see her turn from human into cat. No, by assume if you need a wand to go one way, you need it to go the other way. But how's a cat gonna hold a wand <laughs> <laughs> between her teeth? She can't point it to herself. <laughs> so I don't In know. Your tail. No, the tails aren't prehensile like that. Yeah, they're not prehensile. They're not monkeys. Yeah, they don't have prehensile tails. <laughs> no, they can't like like possums. <laughs> <laughs> hold the uh, hold the wand. No. All right. So I don't know. That's don't weird. Know. I never thought about it. I'm like, oh yeah, I don't know. We made that joke before. What? The prehensile tail? No, the, the, the Mrs. Norris being his mom. Oh yeah, I know, but I'm like, I don't, like, now that I think about it, I, I definitely don't, like, think that has any, any, Mi- any. Her uh, name is Mrs. Norris. So, she's not Mrs. Filch. people who name their, uh, animals weird names, like uh. Mrs. and Misters, and stuff like that. I've I guess. I don't know, it's weird. I've no, well, I've, uh, I have... Same with Trevor. Trevor's supposed to be Uncle Aggie. Great Uncle Aggie. Right? Like, Ricky's had cats his whole life with many different names, and I have an aunt who works for the Cat Coalition and has, like, anywhere between 30 and 40 cats at her house waiting to be adopted, and they all have names, and they're all ridiculous. Like, most cats, most animals' names are pretty ridiculous, so... Alright. I don't think it's too strange. Alright. I think we're done with this minute. Maybe he named Mrs. Norris Thanks after for joining us this something. week. I don't know. I'm still going off the cat. I don't know why he, I don't know why she's named Mrs. Norris. I'm gonna figure it out. I don't either. I'm gonna figure it out. I don't know. I, I, for a half a second I was thinking of making up some bullshit answer, but that's well, maybe, no fun. maybe he named it after a woman he thought very fondly of. Maybe. Who knows? He's so old, I feel like he comes from that time in which everyone was very proper. I want I want Mrs. Norris to be someone turned into a cat. Who would have turned her into a cat? I don't know. I don't know. See? I can't accept it. <laughs> His mother. No. I want there to be like a weird familial relationship with, 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 with Filch. Okay. Alright, we've exhausted this. <laughs> we're not even talking about unicorn blood anymore. I know, we're talking about Filch. Because Filch is interesting. Filch is interesting. We didn't even... We only got him at the end of this minute. He just I said nighty night. Nighty night. Yeah, a lot of good, a lot of good uh, expressions, though. Yeah. Thanks for joining us this week. If you like our show, you can find us. Uh, you can find us and all the other minutes shows at moviesbyminutes.com. I think I read somewhere that they're e- between like shows that are active, completed, in production or in pre-production. Like not ones that have been claimed but haven't started, but like ones that are like actually going to be publishing episodes soon. Uh, there's close to 65 different minute podcasts now. Damn. Yeah. That's, that's quite a bit. There's a lot of us. So <laughs> moviesbyminutes.com. Thanks for that sniffle right Sorry. there. Sorry. Moviesbyminutes.com has a compilation of all of them. You can go find them over there. And uh, join us next week for more Harry Potter Minute. Mischief Managed. Nighty night. Nighty night. So how does he say it? He says it. Nighty night. <laughs>